You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. This is going to be first. I'm going to have a beer with yeah. my guest. I'm going <laughs> to crack it open. There you go. Cheers. Faisal Lawrence, how you doing? Good, Wait, man. Faisal or Faisal? Is it S or Z? Faisal. It's, a, it's a S. Is S? Yeah, it's Faisal. Faisal. It's like Faisal, Faisal with an F, but without. The it's Z. like it's like different between like Russian and German. Russian. Mm-hmm. It's like Faisal. Faisal. Jim's like Faisal. Yeah. Faisal. <laughs> um, hey man, I've always liked you. I'm glad you, you, you're one of the few return guests. The first time you're here, it was the group of people. Yeah, I don't remember too much of that. The though. yard was smaller. People were always drunk and or high. The first. Five or six months of podcast, it was just a fucking mess because it was after shows. Yeah, people would show up. Um, I don't. Most I think I, I think like half your podcasts were recorded after two a.m. Oh yeah, there were a lot that I think one time I did one with Camille Cleese and it ended at like three thirty a.m. Dude, that was when when Crystal and I, when Crystal, Laurie and I did yours. Um, by the way, by the way, it looks fucking great back here. Right, it looks nice. It. Right, it looks, it looks great. It looks like, dude, I can charge. I could charge a ton of money to, and so, like to for people to be here. Like I could start a line over there. Like people were, well, you know, it's funny. There's a lot of people have thought like, look at this. We're behind this giant billboard. Yeah. What a great place for a stage and have an outdoor show right now. But I, I don't understand why like you like why you can't like why shows have like not been able to run. It's literally way safer than anything else. People have their mask on almost the entire time. Yeah. Um, nobody's talking, so there's not that like you know there's not that like that aerosol spray of COVID, <laughs> and like you could you could you could nobody's can't no, I don't think you know all these shows have been running, but not like I don't think anyone's like well I got COVID from going to that comedy show. I will say this: I have toured a little bit. Mm-hmm. I did shows. At, well, I did Vegas, but before that, helicopters everywhere tonight. Right when yeah. I'm doing the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> uh, before that, I went to Cleveland and DC. Yeah. And I came back with COVID. Oh. You also had COVID. We can talk I about did. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Well, I went to Florida, so I just like knew I was going to. Yeah, Florida's like, yeah. That's where yeah, I didn't get it from the comedy shows. I got it from like partying. But <laughs> Of course. Well, the thing is, is I didn't really party, but I was definitely, ironically, I, I think I got it hanging out with Baker Mayfield and his crew in Cleveland because they had that like this right. restaurant set up. And then oh, meanwhile, he never with, got with Piven, COVID, right? but his whole, yeah. but did his whole, get it? He'd had it previous, mm. like months before. Why did all the famous people get it so early? I don't know. Tiffany but, Haddish had it. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, Michael, Michael Che. Yo. Michael Yo. Who had it? Jay had it? I said Michael Che. I'm being racist oh, by che. confusing two black people together. Uh, Michael Yo. Michael Yo. Um, there was someone else big who had it. I forgot. Tom, Tom Hanks had it like early, early, and then like, like all these like all these like famous people like you. you very, very oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, the most famous person to have COVID is you. So that's when we. That's when. That's when the America took it seriously. <laughs> Well, people do say that when Tom Hanks got it, that's when America was like, whoa, Tom Hanks. Then, of course, fucking the weird Republican sidekick, he's covering for the fact that he's a Hollywood pedophile and he's escaping yeah, yeah. the law and moving to Greece. Yeah, yeah. That was, um, that, that's, that, that was it. But, like, honestly, when everything, like, I feel like when America shut down is when, the, like, half the jazz tested positive and they shut down the NBA and they're like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, still blame Rudy Goldberg to this day. <laughs> the Browns, like, I think the, the day, I mean, now, Browns are in the playoffs, yeah. but before that, um, 
like five, half the offensive line was tested with COVID, and that's yeah. why they probably lost. There was a te- was it was it the Browns that actually got to reschedule their game, but another team no, I think had those still- Ravens. No, there was two teams. I remember the the, the oh the Ravens got to reschedule, and the Browns are like fuck you, half your team's out, and you still got to play because we don't give a fuck about Cleveland. They're like, wait, hold on. It was like the same week too. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no one gives Cleveland. How respect. was your how was your COVID experience like? So my COVID experience, I I, I gave it like a three stars on Yelp. <laughs> no, um, it was. Wow, I feel like there's a World War Three is happening. It, there's noise happening often in Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> but it's really bad right now. Dude, I don't know what it is during during COVID. The fireworks and helicopters are up by like ninety percent. Oh, the, for sure, fireworks and helicopters. So my COVID, I I <laughs> traveled. I didn't feel it when I was on the road. I came back. I think it was like a Thursday or Wednesday, and then Friday morning I was training jujitsu, mm-hmm. and as we're doing the warm up, running around the gym, very small group, like four people. I was. I just had that feeling of like, I feel different. Like I think the first feeling that people have when they have COVID isn't like, oh, I have the sniffles, I have a fever, something that you can really associate with as a sickness. It's just yeah. you feel off and weird, disconnected in some way. So then, That's and my cardio was kind of off, and then I, uh, then uh, a woman I'm seeing had it. Uh. So, or a woman I was in contact with had it, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So I got tested, yeah. and sure enough, boom, I had it. And then the weird thing about it, and I've talked about this in podcasts before, it's very insane how much helicopters happen right now, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard one all day until now. <laughs> no. And I live I live like a mile from here. Faisal, is it you? <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the weird thing about it was that um, <clears throat> I've had the flu before where I thought I was going to die. I thought this flu, it felt like I was going to die. I wanted to die. I couldn't move, couldn't get out of bed. But I never really thought I was going to die. Yeah, yeah. You're it like, just was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm dying. I yeah. want to die. But I never really seriously considered the fact that I might die from the flu. Yeah. I had COVID and the symptoms were never that bad. But in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I might die. Re- really? I, uh, yeah, there's some people that are like, oh, I only lost my sense of taste. And I'm like, well. I what happened to you? How did it go for you? I had the worst experience. Oh, really? I, I had like eight. You just d- recovered from it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, t- uh, this morning. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, no, I, um, <laughs> you were in Miami that long ago. <laughs> I know. I, I, it was like the end of December, and now I was. Uh, the doctor cleared me to commingle into. Thankfully, like no one I was around, I spread it to because I was like, "Hey, I." I'll, I'll explain like how I got it, but my experience was awful. Eight days of like a fevers up to like over 102. Yeah, I had the worst headaches. I was writhing in pain. I was like, I was like, okay, I can see why someone will go to the hospital. So break it down. Like go go back to go back to you're you're in Miami and you're partying and okay. and there people oh, well, don't here, give a fuck. So originally I was going to my For I, shows. Was, I was I was I uh, was well I was I made, I was doing both. I did shows and I was like I want to get away from LA. Everything's closed. Yeah, I was seeing a girl who had who was going through a tough time. And I was like, "Hey, why don't we just go get out of town?" That's what. And then she bailed literally day of the trip, which I which I was going for her. She bailed the day of the trip, and she why? Was, uh, because she's a lunatic. But <laughs> and I'm not. I have no problem saying. Oh, she's that. a woman in L. A. She's Got a woman it. in L. A. She was like, That's she was actually my girlfriend. She was actually like, she I was like, your girlfriend. But we were just starting out, and, she, and there was just like, and you had this trip planned together. Yeah, yeah. A beautiful bailed, romantic trip at the beginning of a relationship. It was like my like. I was like, hey, I'm gonna do this as a Christmas gift. I know you're having <gasps> a rough time. Oh man, I paid for the tickets. I, Whoa. I, I paid for everything. I paid, and it was like my gift to her. And she bailed day. Tri- she's like a self. She was like she admitted too. She's like I self sabotage. Well, 
did she get because even crazy people they justify shit in their head what was the reasons that she gave she was she, like i had a panic attack that day because of how great you've been treating me and i'm just not used to that because i came out of abusive relationships oh and I was my like, god that's I was so like, interesting I was like, you know what's great for panic attacks luxury vacations and yeah. tropical climates <laughs> You know what's so interesting when you said that is I feel like sometimes with all people, I don't want to make it all about women, no, no. but I feel like sometimes women have this thing where they have like this mantra of all men are pieces of shit and by God, I'm going to prove it with this one too. A hundred percent. So they're in the relationship where like men, okay, this guy isn't a piece, isn't a piece of shit, but like men are pieces of shit. So let me prove that he's a piece of shit. So the, like they're collecting evidence for the theory t- to yeah, prove yeah. their theory yeah. and you're like, just give me a fucking break. <laughs> give me a break. If you gave me a break 20, 20% more of the time, yeah. we have the best relationship. No, it's so funny because like, well, I, yeah, my favorite color is like red flag red. So I just fucking, <laughs> I'm like a bull towards it. And it was like all prevalent. Why? Was she an Instagram influencer or TikTok model or? No, that was like the good thing. She was like, a, she's a novelist. She was like, oh, wow. She, there was like, she was a, is she a published novelist? She's had some stuff published, but she was also, she also wasn't making that much money at this time. But it was, anyway, I was like, it was cool and generous, but she bails 10 hours before the trip. That trip that was for her, and I, I already booked the shows out there, so I was like, well, I made You gotta go. I gotta did go. You, and plus, did you I'm, lose a lot of money on her, or did you um, get refund I, I, the trip? I lost, a, I lost a couple hundred in certain ways. Like, I canceled all the dinners I had reserved, minus one. I just went with this married couple out there. Yeah. But, like, there was a club, like, and we had to book a table, and oh, I- Oh, this is New Year's? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I just, like, we just had to book a table, and I, um- I paid two shares, and it's not like they're gonna be like, "Here's your money back." Of course. So no, so I, I paid twice, so I drank twice as much. But no, and so like when I get there to Miami, I'm like, everyone's like, everyone's like, don't even worry about it. You you were bringing sand to the beach anyway. Miami's great, and, I, and so like my friends out there, my plan was to go on like a nice romantic relationship, go kick it by the pool, go have some nice dinner. But now you're freshly single. Let me get yeah, AIDS yeah. and COVID at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So my friends a DJ. Uh, over there and he like that like the only people I know out there like DJs and stuff and then he um he said oh yeah I'll be here and the, you know Miami was on a curfew at that point from 12 to 6 they were closed oh they were they were like but there was but there was underground underground shit of course the, the, I, I if you I could show you I actually like posted it reposted the video from that it was literally like a thousand people in a big rave thing it was basically like a fest, little festival. Now, was it right? Was it all enclosed or had like outdoor? Both. Both. It was so, indoor, yeah, there was the warehouse part that was inside, and then there was the out. But it was literally like a thousand people. Nobody was wearing a mask. I was wearing my mask. Wow. Then, I mean, not like it would like do with that. And, many and people. people were. I mean, I know you said it's a thousand, but was it was a thousand packed because it, it was, was a. Th- it was like packed, oh, and it was like it was like just old school. Yeah, yeah, it was like, end, it, end of times type of dance party. Yeah, yeah, it was like the it was like uh the Matrix like when you go yeah. to Zion. <laughs> Dude, it was uh, it was a great time. Which must be amazing to feel at the time, like oh my god, this is like oh, 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 oh this again. I, yeah, I was like, I was like, what the hell is going? On? I was like, has, I was like, are you guys? Is this 2019? I was like, what the hell's going on here? And I go, dude, and I so I go, and I definitely got it there. I I partied all night. I went to a club the next day, but like, I went to a club the next day, but with friends. And at that point, probably the viral load was too late to give it to give it to anybody. But when I did the shows, and when I like. Anytime, like anyone that was not at that party scene, like like uh, later on in the week, I always wore a mask. When I came home, I didn't even know I had it yet, mm-hmm. and I wore a mask in my living yeah. room. So my roommate didn't get it. Yeah, and he never got it. I I literally was like, I'm gonna quarantine myself in my room. But that night, I came back. I can't. I left Saturday or Friday night. Saturday Saturday morning, came back on Thursday day, 
and by Thursday night, I had a, I had, oh, I, I started feeling, I started feeling like, like that pain behind the eyes. So Thursday night, were you like, I have COVID, or were you like maybe I'm hungover, dehydrated, or you? Thought I, you had when COVID? I was on the plane, I was like, I might be a little hungover, but like yeah. at the airport, I had two Bloody Marys, and I so I couldn't really tell. But <laughs> once, at, once I like laid down and woke up, and I felt like I was like, I don't. I was like, I think this is, I think this is COVID. I was like, I feel hot. I took my, I took my temperature, and I, yeah, I was like 101. So yeah. I was like, yeah, well, well, this is that Wuhan. Mm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, and so did you get tested? The weird I, thing about like you can't get tested if you have COVID because they won't let you in the facility. So well, I get tested. I went to so I um I I uh, when I came back, I made a decision. Like, or I already scheduled like at the at urgent care. I scheduled an appointment. Yeah. Like before I even went on the trip, so I already had an appointment for Tuesday, Friday and Saturday. I felt really bad, and people were like, "Go get tested." I was like, "I can't even walk to my bathroom." Oh, you couldn't even. It was I that bad? Yeah, I couldn't. So how'd you pee? Did you bedpan? No, 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 no. no. I, you I mean, literally I, could, but no, it I felt literally terrible. could, but it was like an ordeal. I was so like, did you sleep at night at all? Or was it just it was no just, sleep? I I literally was uh, like chugging Nyquil only for the, that's the only way I got to sleep, and I was like sleeping like four hour chunks. So okay, let me just I couldn't put eat pin either. In real quick. Okay, you couldn't eat. I like You're chugging time. NyQuil. Yeah. Now, obviously, anybody who has an experience with COVID or a doctor would be like, definitely don't chug NyQuil. <laughs> well, I mean, I was taking like the, I was taking the recommended doses. But Wait, I needed, was there anything else that you were trying to do? Any other formulas that you were trying? I, I took everybody, all my doctor friends' advice. Yeah. And they were like, I did vitamin D, vitamin, vitamin zinc, uh, multivitamin, vitamin, vitamin C. Vitamin C. Yeah, I did all that. And I'll tell you that, and tying it all instead of ibuprofen. When I did yeah. ibuprofen, was not feeling good, but when I did the time, all the fevers would it would keep the okay. fevers at bay. But yeah. dude, I was over 102 sometimes. I uh, I I did not have like a good experience. Everyone's like, "That's because you're an alcoholic and you drink too much." And you're like, "You're you're unhealthy." Well, probably particularly after the week that you had. You're, uh, That's you know, a good point too. You yeah. were a good host for the disease <laughs> at that point. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm I I like. It's so funny because like literally nobody. Nobody but me got it from people I hung out with in Miami. That's crazy. I must have got it from someone at that rave in the in the crowd because there, there was a bar. So I kept going to the bar, and uh, I had to have gotten it at that like. Interesting. Rave. I feel like I got it on the plane because I feel like also at the end of the day, like airports and planes, petri dish. A, a, a there are people who most people who are traveling now don't really give a fuck about it. Some do, mm-hmm. but there are definitely people who don't care. So, and then when you're in the plane, like it, we, we have a different HEPA filter, whatever. We are in an enclosed teeny ass space and there's some fucking sea creatures in there. You're in a flying gross. Pringles can. Yeah. By the way, did, was your plane like super packed? Oh, oh, here, here here's a, the truth. American and United, it's like crashing the boards. It's like two, it's like tower air in the year 2000. I have to take it. American was the only one. And I literally, on the way back. On the way back, I sat by myself, but I literally, there was three people in my, there's three people, you know, three people seats. Every little, every seat was packed. Yeah. Delta, they don't do that. Delta, they make the, they keep the middle seat empty unless you're a party. Yeah. That's, that's so ridiculous. You know, it's so funny. It's crazy. Delta would do that with all their flights, by the way. And then American has like, oh, whatever. American's like, hey, you want to fly, you risk it. <laughs> yeah. America, American Airlines turning into like a flying Greyhound. Oh, it really is. It's the, becoming like the old like it's been spirit. Or I, I wonder shit. what spirit. I wonder what spirits doing because they don't give a fuck. About, they they're always yeah, I trash. Can't imagine either. Yeah, they're probably like they're probably actually their air filtration system is actually putting COVID in. <laughs> yeah, I know that the that Delta is really serious about it, and they're really serious about. Delta's it. And by a the way, airline. I had a situation. It's a what? It's a great airline. It's the best one. It's my favorite. If one. you guys want to fly, if anyone here is flying, don't do American, don't do United, do Delta. Delta is like. 
it's it's the most woke airline, but it's the one that like cares about the employees, the best benefits. It's like oh. the best. Yeah. Do have you ever like done just like the like economy plus that they have or whatever? Yeah, it's great, dude. It's on. It's free drinks. Oh yeah, it's great, and they all have the TVs. But I would tell. I had this experience. Here's a funny thing. I had Delta. I was flying Delta, and you know how you do that thing. I have like a deviated septum. I have bad. Eh, I've already and ba- I've already had COVID. Yeah, yeah. So I'm recovered. So I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had the thing with the mask where you kind of have it like just under the nose. It's just so you can have like one nostril just. Yeah. Because I'm not to be like, uh, but I feel like I'm about to have a panic attack sometimes if I have that mask on too long. And I kind of was like this because I was covered. The mask yeah. was like just under the nose, and um. At one point, I was talking to someone, and it was kind of down, and, and the flight attendant said, put your mask over your nose. Okay, okay, put it back. Yeah. Then I'm sitting here, and some guy in the seat in front of me, diagonally, in the next row, he turns towards me, face beat fucking red, with his mask on, and I have earphones. I have no idea. I'm watching a movie. I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. He's like, but I figured, oh, it's probably my mask. Uh, yeah. So he's like, like, leaning into my cool. space. I go, oh, and I don't hear him, but I just put the mask over my nose. And he keeps talking. And then I go, mm, and I give him the finger. Yeah, yeah. Which is basically just, I got it. Fuck off. Go away. Oh, yeah, 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 but it was like, it was just like, fuck off. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, quit bugging me. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, do So what you his want. wife is sitting right behind him. She goes, oh. <laughs> and she's like, mama. And I can't hear her either because she's yelling at me through her mask. And then I just go, I go, oh, I go, you know, like, and he, and she's like, blah, blah, like, they're yelling at me. And I just go, suck my dick. Like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, but yeah, but naturally, I, I, through my mask on my headphones, maybe it came out louder than I did. <laughs> but it was, it was like, it was just like, fuck you, suck my dick, like, whatever, go away. And she's like, <gasps> bring, 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 calling up the fucking flight attendant. Uh, she cared you. Yeah, they, they went and had a, a meeting in the back with a flight idiot? attendant. She moved her seat so that she couldn't be seen next to me because I was such a threat to her carendom. And then, um, then the then they come up to me, yeah, and they read this thing which says we have to read you have to read this we have to acknowledge that you read this and it says like here are the rules there's something like um, I've been warned it says like I've been warned three times about my mat which wasn't true I've been warned once yeah and she was just you know someone is going to meet you when you land and you'll have to discuss this with them wow. Well, we all know Bill was like, a big anti-masker, so. I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, fine. I'll, and I don't know if they mean marshals, if I'm going to be a re- I have no idea what they mean by that. Yeah, yeah. So I get out, and there's uh, uh, like this Asian woman's like, oh, no, I, you had you were having problems with your mask. I go, you know, I'm sorry. It kind of would slip under my nose sometimes when I talk, and uh, but I, you know, it's fine. She goes, okay, well, I need your name. So I gave her the, a wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the wrong seat number and never heard back. But... It, <laughs> I mean, I I get that that's I look I get his concern and I get yeah, look yeah. I get, was I being a dick by figure yeah of course I was am I proud about my behavior no I'm not proud but I also like uh, relax everyone needs to relax a little bit just a little just, just a, a little, little bit, bit. Dude, people a, t- people need to like my friend wouldn't uh wouldn't hang out with me. my best friend wouldn't hang out with me after I had co- after the doctor said you're free after co- you tested negative again uh, well the I the you know you could test po- positive for months after having it. I've heard that. So he, the doctor was like, "Look, and conservatively after like I think it was two weeks. Uh, well, yeah, but like he was after like this day on Tuesday, you can hang out. I hung out like the sa- I commingled the Saturday after because to watch the game with my friends. Yeah, like almost three weeks at that point. 
and my my best friend's still like he's like yeah he's like I'll, I'll catch you i was like i was like yeah i was like you're like i was like this thing is like i think people have been inside too long for oh for sure yeah, yeah i mean that's why like all these like that's why we that's why we're like as a society we're like we've we've you know protested so much stuff because we're cooped up and going crazy yes for sure yeah yeah i think that the, even the capital riots you can be like mm, if these people were at their jobs yeah, yeah. and they were trucking again everything yeah. would be fine yeah yeah like was, yeah they would be like hey billy bob you want to go to you want to go to dc <laughs> i gotta work on monday <laughs> but also part of the problem is nobody trusts there's no voice of authority that people trust anymore well here's the thing they didn't they didn't they didn't first they didn't come about this right they didn't explain it right uh, they what they did is like they they were like it'll kill you which is not true. What will kill people is them not being able to get treatment because too many people are sick at once. Had they yes. said it like that, I think you would have had a lot more compliance. If you were just like, look, it's not going to kill you. Probably, it's going to suck, but it will kill about four hundred thousand or four hundred thousand Californians alone who are like that's like four percent of California is basically four, like four hundred thousand people. That's like the people that are like yeah. And basically, it's like if you're very heavy or above 75 mm-hmm. or above 70 or you like short smoked, of that you s- even yeah, that's smoke, not, even smoke. that's not even that's not too bad but or like any if you have like if you're immune compromised in some way but i know some people have asthma who got it and they're fine dude i know even asthma that is 90, a problem was that, was that story about that like 100 year old lady that like beat it twice Oh yeah, I mean, tons of people. Yeah, there. but that's like she's she's also like an outlier. Like most of them would just yeah. die. But well, the thing is, like nobody wants to look at just the f- stats and the numbers, right? Because if you look at the stats and the numbers, they don't really speak to a very liberal narrative. Yeah, yeah. You know, stats and numbers are like if you're old and you have preconditions. Otherwise, like kids. Like I heard a story of a ten year old kid who one fucking story maybe. So now we're going to shut down all the schools in the goddamn <laughs> yeah nation. I, one of my friends, she's like, she was, she's like 26 and like super fit, like abs, like fitness model kind of girl. Uh, no, no health problem. She was hospitalized for two weeks. Whoa. And, was she on a ventilator? Uh, they almost, almost, but she was, she was hooked up to IVs. Oh my God. That's, with, that's, that's where, that's where it gets scary because then you it's think. It's such a weird virus. That's a thing. Nobody fucking knows. Like, dude, I don't, I have actually have like an overact, overreactive. By the way, when did this happen with your friend? Which one? You're the 26-year-old who's hospitalized. Oh, was that? Um, like in the summer, I think? Because I feel like it's sort of early on, like March, April, June, shit like that. People didn't know how to treat it. People didn't know what to do. And I feel like people... I think she I don't got know. it in the summer. She got it in the summer. Maybe. I don't know. It yeah. just feels... Because I know this guy, it's Nick just, Cordero, got it. Who did? This guy, Nick Cordero, Broadway actor. He was like 41. He lost his leg. Are you serious? And then he actually he, di- he died. He oh, was fuck. basically in the coma and he died from it. Oh, I did not know that. And people use that example of like you can be a forty-year-old healthy guy, male, and look what the fucking happened. But it was dude, like he got it in like doc- March. Dude, he was like with the first yeah, people. They didn't you know, have, there are like doctors who are dying off from it just because they're getting such a large viral load. Because yeah, they're around it. Um, viral load, by the way, is always funny. Just say I know, <laughs> and no one knows what the fuck it means. It just sound. What does it mean? It means if you, if if ten people have COVID and they're bukkakiing you yeah, on your face, that's that's what you're gonna it, die. That's 100 percent what it means. Is it's, it COVID uh, bukkake? COVID bukkake. You know, it's so funny. My friends, or not funny, but she's uh, this girl who is like a fan from Laugh Factory. Like she turned into a friend, but she was like, a do- she's a doctor at Cedar Sinai. So I'm always just like, hey, what, what's it looking like over there? And she just like, she's like, lately, it's she's like, it's fucking packed. But yeah. she'll like she'll like tell me, and then like I always like I was like, do I gotta worry about sharing mics with people? And she was like, she or I was telling her I was doing shows and they were they were changing or wiping mics. She's like, 
you guys are retarded. She was like, that's she was like, she's like, there's no fucking way you're getting it from a mic unless you're putting the mic in your mouth. Yeah. She's like, it does not work like that. She's like, you have a less than. She's like, if I had to ballpark it, she's like a three percent chance. Yeah. They were they were changing. They had three different mics for us when I did the I when I did I did the West Palm improv. Uh huh. And by the way, West Palm, you know, that's like Mar-a-Lago and shit. Yeah. They, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck, dude. The bars are the exact same as they were in 2000. People co-mingling, running around. Cheesecake Factory, because you know that improv is in like the mall yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That out, it was like their Grove thing. It's like an mm-hmm. outdoor mall. So we did, So I was just like walking through and I'm like, I looked around. The Cheesecake Factory had like, the, you know, the usual Cheesecake Factory line, but nobody's wearing a mask. They're inside. Dude, Miami was actually like. Minus the underground parties in the clubs, it was actually operating pretty like COVID compliant. Yeah, but West Palm, like fucking, it hasn't hit. It. It's like I think they're just. So, I think West Palm and Alabama are still in two thousand or like nineteen oh four anyway. But yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's weird because I find that people either there's such. Ext- I mean, that's where we are. We're a polarized country right now. But either, either if I have the mask under my nose for a few minutes, yeah. then I'm a goddamn. Capital rioter, Trump supporting, fucking yeah. anti-masker. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not. No, I also, but I also believe like we can take it down a little bit. We can take it down a little bit. Like I mean, people gotta relax a little bit on this shit. Yeah, there's like people need to. People really need to fucking chill. Uh, like, I think it's just like you have to fit a narrative. Like you just said, we're so polarized. We, yeah, you. Hold on, wait for that cool guy to drive by but like he uh no they do it's like you fit the narrative you have you're you get stuck in this thing like i'm like people are like you're uh like people like i get attacked and i don't even, like i don't even have like a following and people are like you're you push the liberal agenda you piece of shit like you want to take like they're like they're like i bet you're anti-gun i was like no i was like I, I want a gun because all you people are crazy i just started storming the capital i definitely want to go yeah exactly and i was like dude you don't i, I was like i could be a liberal fucking yankee but i can't <laughs> and, yeah. yeah it's almost like those those uh, robots from the yeah. 50s is like if you tell them like oh yeah I'm liberal but I believe you should have a gun and uh, I also believe in this and that if, if you have a moderate point of view it's like uh, does not compute does not yeah. gears yeah, yeah. explode I'm pretty fucking liberal but there's some things I don't like agree with first of all like I mean there's so many things that I wouldn't agree like I don't agree with and there's like and there's like dirty little things like I fucking hate Trump but I I was like oh, I do I he's done some he he did do some great things with Israel and uh, for sure and like the, I was like you got to give credit when credit's due. He oh did, God forbid! God, but you can't you can't yeah. right you can't no, no you can't give credit. credit. No you can't give any you can't give Trump. even if you're like look I I'm super liberal I didn't vote for Trump but what Trump did with Liz, Israel I think is a great thing you'd get dragged yeah, like, on oh Twitter. you know. <laughs> You know, actually, it's bad. It's actually oppressing the Palestinian people. Right. And look, there might be some some uh, value in that as well. But like, people do not allow an opinion that runs counter to the narrative anymore. It's pretty. It's not scary as a comic because I think it's just our job to yeah. be sort of slick in the way we, we navigate it. Yeah. But it is fucking weird to me. I've never felt it this this bizarre before. This extreme. I mean, you know, like I mean, I like I I don't even. I mean, you do a, a hell of a lot more road than I I do, but like a uh, big headliner you are. But I um, like have you have you personally felt like it's just so hard to tell certain jokes? Well, I'll tell you this: I just did the Vegas Laugh Factory with um, Jack Asadorian, and um, and he was my feature, and he's great, and he you know he was mostly doing stuff about his family, and yeah. I, at one point I realized like, oh, he's doing very much like a PG thirteen set. 
You know, he wasn't yeah. going dirty. He wasn't getting political. It, it was very likable. People liked it. It was personal. I mean, it was great. Yeah, I'm yeah. not knocking it anyway. No, yeah, I, but, like, um, I, like, I like his... Uh, but his, And I was like, okay, cool. That isn't quite my thing. Like, I like to be a little bit more... Like, let's see where people are at. Let's push some buttons. Let's fucking get to the nature of why people get offended, how they get offended. And I just was on that track for the whole fucking show. Yeah. And I think, um, and I don't know. I look back, I go, I mean, I I liked the material. I I thought some of the jokes were good. But I look back, I was like, man, I just, why did I feel the need to just, uh, just to fucking get in there? Just to get in there and make people feel uncomfortable. Because otherwise, I just felt like, you know, the idea that I'm telling people yeah. is like, look, you're here because you want to be challenged. You want to be offended. Yeah. You want to, you want the fucking truth. You didn't come here just to hear like anodyne stories about Whole Foods. <laughs> and I had to kind of get people on board. Like, you guys agree? You guys agree with what I'm saying, you know? And, and get people like, yeah, man, fuck it. Fuck it. No, no. And then, of course, then once you start saying material, someone's like, oh, wait a second. Like, that's, like, there's just certain things, like, if, if I bring up transgender stuff like just the word <gasps> really in up, vegas like because i would i would assume i don't know that the crowd's a little older isn't it but like? i also think there are just certain words that you bring up yeah that no matter how you bring them up even if it's not transphobic or da 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 people hear the word and they go oh this is this is going to be bad yeah, yeah. or i brought up the fact that when i was younger um because i was dyslexic and i had add like yeah. a teacher told my mom that I was mildly retarded yeah, and I brought up the idea of what does it mean to be a mild retard? Is like yeah, salsa, yeah, like yeah. mild, hot, medium. We go spepper retarded. That's funny. <laughs> so it's just a simple joke, and um, and I just could tell that that word got people kind of. Yeah, <gasps> uh, and uh, uh, I don't know what to do because I, I I feel like I need that. I want that. I want the yeah. uh, I want the uncomfortability, but I also don't want to just piss people off. And I feel like it was definitely weird because they're spaced out. So there's no safety in numbers of people laughing. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because when people could be anonymous, they can laugh at anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they're more spaced out, it's like, oh, he just said that about me. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. The the energy in these uh, socially distant shows is way different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the good thing is like when I went, the improv did not give a fuck. And, um, West and Palm, yeah. the West Palm one. But the shows I did in Miami were outside. And then, uh, like uh, Esther, you know, Koo. Yeah. You know, yeah. Koo has, Koo's running great shows out there. She's running. Her Does grip. she live there now? Yeah, I think so. I think at least like for now. I, I was like, I feel like a lot of people have temporarily slash permanently moved out of L.A. Well, there's there's the uh, there's the the comedy store white boys that all went to Austin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally there's literally not one ethnic guy that went to Austin. With <laughs> it's all like it's all uh, it's all like guys who like it's all the it's all like the rogue guys. There's yeah. like there's like Mikers who went who moved to Austin. Interesting, because they know he's going to open a club. I mean, I guess if you're look, if you're part of the Rogan team, why the fuck wouldn't you oh, move to Austin? Oh, I understand why. I totally understand yeah. why Hinchcliffe left. I understand. Um, I understand why Joey Diaz left. I, 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 I don't. I understand why Rogan left, dude. If I'm getting two hundred million dollars, I'm not paying that taxes here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why for not? Sure. Why not save as much of that as you can and go over there? I, I, you know, um, like, but yeah, those, those, yeah. If you're part of his crew, why not? go to a place where you could still like hit the ground running and still do shows yeah for sure yeah it's, it's a very weird time to think like yeah. what is going to happen with comedy in la i don't know when it comes back i do feel like when things come back i think there is going to be i don't think clubs are going to be monolithically as white men as they were before 
I think yeah. there's going to be a much more concerted effort to make everything diverse. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully that's already happening. So <laughs> it's already happening, but I th- but I still think like you could look at some Latin lines like five white guys. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? As oh, we got the one black guy. Yeah, yeah. we got it's, the one ethnic guy. Now it's yeah. going to be much more diverse than that, I think. And number two, but the funny thing about what happens with with female comics is I feel like oh yeah we gotta get more female comics yeah. and then it's like oh fuck that we just need more ethnic comics yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean the thing is though um, the thing is it's, it's funny because like I was watching um, that comedy store like uh, did you watch the, the I know I documentary it's on Showtime it so. took me forever to watch it because all it made me do is like be pissed that I can't do stand up <laughs> yeah. and I was like I was like I'm literally wanting to what is the nature of the doc- I mean I've, I've heard it's, it happen it's, it's great I lo- heard a lot but, of people didn't really watch it, didn't get much traction. But what was it, I, the I, nature I, of it? Just like the history? I, it, I mean, it, it, part of it is a Mitzi Short Fluff piece. Yeah. Which, I mean, she did all credit where credit is due. She's fucking amazing. But she was amazing. But, like, I mean, it was really, there was just like, they talk about everything from like them doing Coke to Rogan getting banned. Like, they, I mean, oh, yeah. they, talk, they talk about everything. And it's like, you know, and it is like, it is like, you know, it is like the Mecca. I mean, you and I are factory guys, but like, it's, um, well, it was the first one too. It was the OG. Yeah, and no, it's it's great. It was it was great to watch. It was it's great to, but they literally, they literally like kind of portray the documentary like it's the only club in Hollywood. Like I mean, they do touch on improv and factory. They're like, oh yeah, no, that because they talk about the dark days. You know, you know when like the store was like a fucking desert wasteland i mean it wasn't that long ago it was like 2000 between 2004 to 2010 yeah yeah i remember like i honestly i i used to do shows that there i used to do shows there all the time and then like i quit comedy and came back to it like i think when did i come back i came back like five years ago but like i so you quit for how long you quit for i i was like i did it when i was young like when i was like i'm 34 now i did it when i was like 20 yeah and then i was like and i do it here and there do some bringers and like whatever uh, you know, shows you have to bring people to perform. Like I do, like the mics, and then I stopped, and I went, and I was going to go to law school. And I is that why you stopped? Because you're like, I got to focus on being an adult. Because you, your parents yeah. are from where? Uh, Iraqi and Saudi. Iraqi and Saudi. So, so they're like, probably yeah, they're, pretty disciplinary. Yeah, yeah. My mom was super disappointed in me, but uh, she, <laughs> no, I was like studying to go to law school and stuff. And I, um, then I dropped out, and I just was like such a party kid. Yeah, and wasn't doing anything. So with you my did life. start to go to law school. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was taking my LSATs, and okay. I was like studying for the LSATs and I just like I went crazy I discovered Molly and Coke and I just like (laughs) was there a woman that brought you down that garden path of Molly and Coke I think it was all the women in LA all the women (laughs) I was like wait what are you guys doing over there you guys seem like you're because you're always like a very gregarious guy you're a popular guy you're a popular kid in high school right oh yeah yeah I was I was like just a guy that like got along with everyone everyone gets along with you so it's like the idea that you're in LA everyone gets along with you yeah I'm you're from young. here too. The, from you're here. from here. The world's wide open. The parties are fucking great. The Molly's flowing. Yeah, dude. I was in. Co- I remember just like one day, I showed up to class, like uh, I went to CSUN, Cal State Northridge, here, which is like in the valley, mm-hmm. um, which is like the C and CSUN stands for the grade point average. Like that's the <laughs> dude. Yeah, I I wanted to stay in LA in case I ever wanted to pursue like comedy again. So yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna stay. My mom lives here. I was like, I'm gonna stay here. Yeah. Um, and like I just remember one day I was in class. And I was like tired because I was partying all night in the hills, and I just take an Adderall to w- stay awake. So because I had like three f- classes that day, and, and I just remember that there's something that people don't tell you: if you take ecstasy and take Adderall later, it will bring back the effect of the ecstasy. <laughs> so I'm in class like, <sighs> like with Whoa. my eyes wide open, pupils dilated. I'm just like breathing really hard, and I was like, maybe I don't want to go to school anymore. And I remember I was just thinking that I was just like, maybe I'm not. Gonna, I was like, I need to figure out stuff, and I just was like partying and going, like skipping classes more and more, and I like took time to, then 
I literally went down a dark path. Now, did you tell your parents this was happening, or did you like by I the time you told them, it was like, by the way, I dropped out for five years. It was later. On, it was like a couple of years, and I was like, my mom was like, "What the hell's going on with school?" And I was like, <laughs> oh, "Yeah, I'm not." She's like, "Funny you, story." She's like, she's like, "When are you applying to law school?" I was like, "I don't think I." Am. I mean, I, I finished my degree. I was a philosophy major, which is like fucking. I can manage a Barnes and Noble, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, no, dude, it, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was. How did your parents take it? How your mom take well, that? Well, I just really have my mom. I don't have my dad. Um, but like, no, she to this day still is like, "You going back? <laughs> You're going back? You go back to law school?" So from now, inter- now you're you're one of Jamie's guys. So and of course, as someone who used to be one of Jamie's guys, no. I, you were, I think I think you're still one of Jamie's guys. Well, you know, but like at one point, I was like you the young the guy in my twenties or thirties. Like, come come here, let me tell you what they'll do. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, all right, that guy's fully cooked. He's fine or whatever. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have the same sort of like uh, tutelage that he wants imposed. I feel like yeah. well, you're. I, I mean, see you, you and he voice. kind of he kind of like takes you and he goes. So how did that? How did your relationship with Jamie start? How did that start happening? So because um, he doesn't choose. That many people oh, to really? be in the Jedi apprenticeship? No, I did not know that. And I, he actually, he, I don't, uh, I, he, he helped me so much because, like, I was literally playing, I was playing me being Orny Adams. I think <laughs> I wanted to be Orny Adams so bad. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things that people as comics have to admit if they're being honest with themselves, when we start doing comedy, we're never ourselves. We're no. always some variation of someone that we want to be. I mean, yeah. even to this day, like. If I listen to a lot of Burr, or I listen yeah. to a lot, I, I try not to listen to anybody. If CK, Burr, Tosh. You can't listen to too many. I'll people. find myself like every once in a while, I'll be like, I'll do like something like that. Yeah, and I'll be, oh shit, is that Burr or Tosh? I'll be like, I'll be like, sh- and you know, I'll do this thing like this Tosh thing. Okay, fine, you know, and like, yeah. whoa, that's very Toshy. And then like, yeah. so kind of like, so you know, eventually just yeah. cycle out of it. Hopefully, but you were kind of doing Orny Adams like the angry I, guy. I was doing Orny Adams, and I was writing very Burrish. And I, I was writing Burrish, not like on that quality, but like in the style. Yeah. But like, but I was definitely yelling like Orny all the time. <laughs> and then Jamie pulls me. I remember he just pulled me. I, by the way, I was like killing. I was like, I was on the show. Yeah. With, I was uh, Tiffany Haddish was on the show, and Chris, and they. She was like, she was like, you're really good. She's like, she was like, you, you. She's like, I think you got, I think you got it. And that's what she. Uh, she was. That's what she said to me. I was like, oh my god, thanks to. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I was like, it was like the first time I ever met her, and I was, and then, and then James was like, buddy, buddy, he's like, why are you yelling? He's like, you're not this yelling guy. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, interesting. He's like, you're you're a nice guy. You're likable. Why you attack the audience? Wow. And then I was like, and I thought about it, and you know, what's so funny. I had a, the, I'm gonna fucking pick up all these names I'm dropping, but <laughs> I, I had a conversation with Christopher Titus about it. Uh-huh. And then I was like, hey, we were just having a conversation. He was like, he's like, he's like, you're, he was like, you, you're a good host. You have good host energy. I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, I changed it. I was like, kind of a, kind of adversarial with the crowd. Mm. And I was like, and then I was like, I was like, let me just talk like myself. This like, uh, LA prepubescent bitch that I am. I was like, let me just, <laughs> let me the just nice talk. guy that people like. Yeah. The nice guy that people like. I was like, just basically a cuck. No, and I was, he was like, <laughs> and at first I was like, I, I was like, okay. And like, um, and it's so funny because like, Cause like at first I was like, what the hell is JP talking about? I was like, I'm getting so many laughs, but I was like, I, I mean, but he's, I was like, he's been in the industry forever. He's right. And then I was like, oh wait, is this where I'm finding my voice? And then like, uh-huh. and Chris was, Christopher was like, Titus was like, dude, dude, he's like, did you notice after you got comfortable and talked like yourself, did you notice you got all even more laughs? Yeah. And he was like, I was like, yeah. And I, now it's like, now I've got like, I've, I've embraced my ADD and there's like some flamboyance that I was like hiding Interesting. And it, like, I mean, over the course of the last year, I really feel like I turned a corner as a comic, and it, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for like Jamie pulling me aside to tell me like be yourself a little more. Yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't know. I didn't know he only selected certain people to be uh, 
to be the that, that he really s- he looks at and he goes I can I can help this guy and someone who's actually willing to like sit there and listen and respect him and go yeah. hey I mean because I had the same thing a lot of people don't you know I've been around for a while but when I was coming up in the Laugh Factory like ten years ago yeah. you know even more um, Jamie was um, yeah he would pull me aside all sometimes he yell at me what the fuck are you doing up there buddy and a mm-hmm. lot of times when he'll give me advice I would uh, I'd be like. I'd go talk to another comic. You know how comics are like, fuck him. You do your thing. Yeah. It's your voice. Da, da, da. James doesn't know what he's talking about. Whatever. But it's I would like always f- find yeah. out that everything he said ultimately was right. Yeah. Like, there's no piece of advice he gave me that I don't look back now and go, oh, he was fucking right. And I should, lose. I should <laughs> listen more. You know what's funny? Like, actually, you were one of the... I mean, I, I you've helped me a lot yourself. You don't even... Uh, I don't even know if you, like, know that. Because yeah, I, I remember there was, like, something... Uh, he gave, he said something and he came down on me a little hard but he was, he's always been pretty soft with me but, he, but it's tough love he's got the tough love thing going it's honestly honestly it's not I don't think it's even that like it wasn't even that tough but like he said he said something and I was like confused I was like what did I do wrong I was like I got yeah. lost and you're like you're doing alright you know he's got to say something but he's like but also like you're like you're like you're gonna realize you're like you're gonna realize in the long run he was right and I did but you told you told me early on when I was just like where you, when I was like just trying to build my confidence yeah, and that yeah. Was, yeah, you told me you're you, you're like you're doing because I was looking you're at like, you're like, oh, I remember I remember being there. I remember being on the receiving end and being confused, mm-hmm. and also because Jamie, you know, he the language barrier. He he, yeah, he yeah. says things differently sometimes. So, um, but when I really get quiet and I'm distilled, like what he says, I'm like, oh, he fucking he's looking out for me. Yeah, and he, it's so funny because I actually had a conversation with the guy who's writing a book about Jamie. Oh, today, today? earlier today. Oh, yeah. And a lot of this stuff was coming out was just like he, uh, you know, people, sometimes people want to dismiss him or sometimes people go, and sometimes Jamie can very consciously just play like, buddy, I'm tired, what's going on? I'm, you know, and, yeah, 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 but yeah. he's aware of everything and he's super, super fucking sharp. And the he more you know sharp. him, the more you realize like, this guy is like, he, he plays at, so, at, at it a little bit that he's not paying attention, but he's always fucking paying attention. He knows his shit almost better than anyone in the comedy business. Yeah. And he fucking cares about how you do as a comic. Yeah, yeah. He, wa- he wants the best for you. He wants you to be successful. I mean, there's still a lot of people. Dude, wasn't he like the first one to pay the comics? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that part of the deal with the the comedy store, like, this is the number one place. James like, okay, we're going to pay comics. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah but we're still the number one place. And then people started coming to the fucking Laugh Factory. Well, I, from what I've been, t- I mean, my naive time and what I've seen, like, as a young kid growing up here and just, like, and from what I've been told is that they, they all take turns being the top dog, all three, all three clubs, like, improv, mm, yeah. like, comedy store, Laugh Factory. And honestly, I don't, I'd love to see the comedy store after post-Rogan because that was literally... That was literally what brought them back from the dead. I think like they've kind of already garnered their name. Yeah, for sure. But like for him to like for for the most popular podcast in America to say Comedy Store sixteen times an episode. Yeah, it it really does a lot for your business. Yeah, but I think now they have enough sort of. I mean, look, not to mention the fact that the people who got sort of you know me tooed yeah, yeah. from the Comedy Store. But I do wait, think why, that- why can't one. Middle Eastern person, give me two seconds. Move up the ladder. It's all like, God damn it! Not one fucking, not one fucking Middle Eastern. All them are like, all, I guess all them like listen. I'm the only bad Muslim. I'm the only one that did Molly and Coke. They're all like straight. <laughs> well, you know, there there is a lot of theory ab- about that, about why it sort of is pretty racially monolithic, and not coming from me. There are mm. documentaries on Netflix from a lot of, uh, you know, it sort of for the most part escaped a lot of the black community because a lot of black women are like, look. The system has not been fair to our men. Mm. So no matter, even if our men are being gross, 
Like we'll hand it. We're not going to hand them over to the system that's been fucking us for centuries. Yeah. And I get that. Except for R. Kelly, because that's sick. But but yeah, but then the R. Kelly thing, it took like how... But even now, he still has a million plus followers on Twitter. He right. still has loyal fans. He's yeah. still like, you know, people aren't... I, I feel like when it happens to certain like white celebrities, they are... Done. Carte blanche, abandoned yeah, by yeah. everybody. They don't even like... Some of them, there are certain celebrities who like, there's been no proof of and they're already done. <laughs> there's been yeah. no, no actual like hard evidence, just like the court of a public opinion. I don't know what it is about like white men... But they're just like they're. they're, they're well, it's I, tough I to be white right now. I, I kind of want to speak to that a little bit, if you don't mind, have a Not quick all, conversation please. about it, because you know I got embroiled a little bit in something with that. Did right? you? Not about anything I oh. did, but you know I was asked for my opinion on. And I talked about the podcast. So I don't care I, about the Delia stuff. Oh, okay. And um, since I talked about the podcast, I didn't feel uncomfortable talking to this woman about it, mm-hmm. and I said. Look, I don't think he was targeting underage girls. I think that I, I go. I looked at the stuff. It feels like calling him a pedophile feels wrong. Yeah. I don't know all the details, but from my point of view, I never saw it. I never heard of it. It doesn't feel right. He goes, "Well, what about the idea that he was um, he was you know?" Then there was this stuff about him drugging and raping women. I said, "Look, here's another thing. I feel like a lot of times women they." They have a two-drink minimum at a comedy club. They mm-hmm. weigh 105 pounds. Mm-hmm. They have two Long Island iced teas. They're fucked up. They go into a situation with a sober, older man. Yeah. He's not very aware. He's maybe reckless. And they feel like something happened. So I go, I don't know about that either. Nor am I 100%. I, do I believe that he was roofing people? Not at all. She was like, uh, ugh. She goes, well, what about him exposing himself? I said, I only heard him doing that around guys as a joke, which he would do. And then she said, well, were you surprised when he was me too? And I was like, well, not because of assault, but I don't think people were surprised because he was just with so many women and it seems like he was kind of careless. I Every time I meet a girl in L.A. Um, and they like uh, like like a like usually pre, it's usually like a pretty skinny, molly looking girl. Uh, they're, they're like, oh, you're a comic. I used to date a comic. And it's always Chris. Oh, okay. Of course, of course. It's always, oh, always Chris. Always, it's always Chris. I was like, first of all, you're, an ex- you're you probably weren't actually dating. <laughs> yeah, dating. And I was like, second of all, you're in an exclusive you're not that you're not yeah, in a big exclusive yeah, club yeah, you don't think i was like so it, but but the funny thing about this is like she kind of she took my coat she she cut them she took them out of contacts she yeah. oh she wow used, yeah she really fucked me over she yeah. made it seem like chris was like just whipping his dick out in front of everybody and i was in the room with him well that's how he it. says hello so <laughs> so um i kind of <laughs> but the, but the reason i bring that up is because um i was going to ask for a retraction from cnn because mm. i go I go. This it was on CNN. It was CNN. Oh wow! Is it article? Oh, it's CNN. not like some fucking no, penny no, no, saver, no, no, no. <laughs> like some. Because <laughs> all the time I'm like, oh man, I come off like a rape apologist. Like I felt like I, I felt like I was defending, but I was trying to add some nuance to the equation of like, yeah. he's not a pedophile. If he slept with a 17 year old girl, he's being careless and reckless, and it's bad. But that's not a pedophile. It's not the same. It's thing. not even legally a pedophile. But people like, don't even want to deal with yeah. nuance in this fucking country. So I was like, oh, I'm going to come off, and then she asked me for a quote. I yeah. approved it the next day. There are like three quotes. Some of them, she fucking misquoted me all that shit. I asked for a retraction. And she said to me, this woman, yeah. Chloe, Chloe Malis is her name. She goes, look, here's the deal. This speaks to your point. She goes, mm-hmm. I've had over 50 women contact me about Chris D'Elia. And some of these stories are horrific. Yeah. And they're heartbreaking. Uh-huh. But CNN has such a high level needed for corroboration in order to print a story. Yeah that they would miss by one level. So in other words, they, they could tell the story, they could have DMs, and they could have a friend. Not enough. You need to have told two friends. You need photographic proof. You need like, yeah. like four levels of corroboration in order to pass 
CNN muster. Yeah. So she goes, a lot of people came with like one or two levels, but I know their stories are true, but I can't print it because of the CNN standards. Okay. So if you retract your story, you're screwing over all these women and you're eradicating all wow. their stories. And then what are you going to do? No, you... You're you, like, oh, fuck, man. I mean, dude, I... It's, so my, my yeah. point is this. You're saying like, why... why my, my point is... Okay. If someone is getting dragged like that, it's usually worse than it actually is. Because there's usually stuff behind the scene that actually isn't yeah. getting corroborated. Like, oh, there's no proof. You know how hard it is to prove that you raped someone? First of all, and I've had yeah. plenty of, of friends, unfortunately, who've been raped. And they yeah. tell me, the first thing that happens, you're in denial. You don't want to go to the cop. You don't want to get a, a you, rape kit. You don't kit. even want to think about it. Yeah, you want to put it out of your brain. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't get the rape kit within three days, you can't get one. So it becomes this thing like, oh, well, you didn't go to the cop, you know, rape kid, like, how is it true? It's a really unfortunate place that we're at right now. Yeah. That yeah, no, people... It's, it's awful. It's, 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 it's awful, like, there's a little, like, self-blaming that goes on. There's so, there's so many things. There's, like, you know, I've, unfor- like, I've, da- not unfortunate, but I da- I've dated, I dated someone who was raped multiple yeah. times, and she, uh, twice, uh, but, and, and, like, the things she went through psychologically alone. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, and then there's like, she said that, that, like, and then there's like the other side where people are like, well, why were you in that situation? Like, and so there's, there's like the societal thing, and there's all this. I like, know it's really, it's, it's, it's. I mean, I definitely so I get. You have to lean into the side of the women. Obviously, you oh, have obviously. to. There will definitely be women who will lie. Yeah, you can't say that a woman will never lie. Believe yeah. all women is ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. like Bill Burr said. Believe most women. Believe like eighty five percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I believe that's true. You can't believe all women because some women say shit where you're just like, well, that's maybe not something that should be published right now. Yeah. I, and there are women who have an agenda yeah. and they're angry. Um, and there's a comic I work with that you know I work with. And mm-hmm. you know, before I worked with them, I said, I got to see what the accusations are against you. Yeah. And the truth is, after looking at them, I'm like, a lot of them were like, he was 17, he'd grab my tit. I'm like, ah, oh, man, like, really? Is this need to be published in LA Weekly? Yeah, I um, Like when... when Honestly, well, I I think to this day, I have not seen one thing that I that Chris did illegally, that like where there's hard proof. Well, again, hard proof. Like hard proof. I'm saying. Well, like for example, in the article, the CNN article, he went to a car with a woman. He took his dick out and started masturbating in front of her. She left the car. Did not hear about that. So then he left. The, then she got. Then he like left the car. And she was like crying. He got back in the car and he looked at her through the window and was like, "Shut the fuck up! Don't tell anyone!" And like walked away. Mm. She told her boyfriend. She told her best friend. Whatever the the yeah. level of corroboration she yeah, needed yeah. to do it, and she used her name. She went public with her name. Oh wow! And good, um, good for her. That's that's not easy. And to of do. course, she was. Terrified. He still has millions of followers. She was terrified. She was like, my career is over. She was convinced that it was going to ruin her career. She wow. was convinced that it was for naught. And there is what, a feeling what, that... What was her profession? I think she's she an actress. Oh, actress? Okay. And I think that was... I think that is the fear is that even if you're a woman and you're on the side of right and you know this happened, you know you're right, and this guy has a lot of other people going after him, it doesn't matter. That's not a... That's still going to hurt you because you still look like... I've been called a snitch by comics. Really? Comics that you know, that we know, have said, you're a fucking turncoat and you're a snitch. We're not cops. And I go, <laughs> I, yeah, number one, that. And number two, like, first of all, you don't know how it went down. You don't know what happened. Yeah. And you, and if you want to have a conversation, you can have a conversation with me. But if you're going to just text me, I'm a fucking snitch, yeah. then, dude, that's on you. I don't have to tell you. Yeah, you, uh, 
Yeah, no, that that I mean, oh, that explains that like that Instagram page that followed me, the the Bill Dawes is snitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Facebook group is a Facebook group. It was uh, it's, it's Bill Dawes switch slash Maggie. They 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 they're, they're cr- <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, dude. but also I, I but at the same time like I also get it too. You're a very reasonable person, especially coming from West Virginia, which usually, <laughs> <laughs> but like you're a very like reasonable person, and you uh you think of you think things through you when you give an opinion it's it's based in reality in fact and like and yeah there's and there and, and also you mind your business like f- you mind your business for the most part i mean you give your opinion but you always mind your business there's no way you'd be like you would you would ever like go out go, of my go way. out of your way to like to like say something about somebody somebody else and i swear in my life i thought that i was going to be introducing nuance and actually defending chris because yeah. she wanted to write an article about rape and she wanted to write an article about pedophilia. And mm. I was like, that's, I feel like that's not true. Uh, and it became about exposing and then fucking yeah. boom. Yeah. He, did you see that article? Did you see, you, you remember the like first accuser, the girl that like said like he DM me. Oh yeah. And then, and then it turned out like he waited till she was 18. Yeah. Or, or, like he, well, he ignored her and then said it. Yeah. Dude, Andrew Schultz has been, uh, Dalia's like best defender. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and I and, and I was like, Andrew Schultz feels like he, I think he's gotten angry. He's the nicest guy in the world, but he feels like you feel like he's gotten angry during quarantine. He's coming after <laughs> Dave Chappelle. He's coming after. Oh, after came after Dave Chappelle. I a that. little bit, but he. I kind of I kind of respect what, Santino too. I kind of respect both of their opinion on what they had to say. Oh, oh right, Dave Chappelle. I missed that. Uh, do you know how like Dave did that like thing about that that, that like it wasn't a special, but I don't. He hasn't been doing special. He's just been talking. Like he's he's been saying great things. He just yeah. I think they're just like. TED Talks. Yeah. But like, you remember that thing like, um, well, he talked about how they got screwed over by Comedy Central in the contract. Did you see that? By the way, can I just, I, I, I've said this before and I tweeted it and then I deleted the fucking tweet. Uh, yeah. But everyone's getting fucked over by Netflix. Everyone who has a series well, that's now Comedy Netflix well, his, is not getting Comedy Central. Paid. Yeah, but, com- but, but Netflix bought it from Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. And Comedy Central and was like, off. here. They took it off you know? for him. Yeah. So then, but so Dave Chappelle is mad that after it got sold to Netflix, he didn't make a bajillion dollars because he only that's, has that's half a the Andrew. That's the two Andrews. <laughs> that's Schultz and uh, and um, Santino's point. They're like, first of all, you you're comfortable. You're you you make more money than anybody. You are in the conversation as one of the greatest comedians of all time. Yeah, uh, all, constantly. Y- you, th- their point is like, you're talking about a show. A you left when yes. you, you you renegotiated for more money, and they're like this. Their their point is that you could. This could have done. This could have been done, and you you really shouldn't be getting mad at, mad at Comedy Central when you who you, sh- you should be bad at your representation. But also, yeah, he's had the time, contract. Also, yeah, and also at the time, he wasn't like the same Dave Chappelle. The show is like what made him Dave Chappelle. Yeah, um, he was always like a great com- like you know he's always one of the greatest comics. But like he was fairly unknown when the show started. Yeah. When the sh- he was a pr- he was a, uh, that's Andrew Schultz's point. He was an unproven commodity where like you couldn't like blockbuster this guy. Yeah. Dude, I was just like, oh, cool. The guy from Men. When I remember watching it in high school, I was like, the guy from Men in Tights. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, I was like, the guy from Screwed. Like, I was like, I was like, I like that guy a lot. No, I love. I always loved Dave Chappelle, but like, it was, um, like, it. it they were like, they were like, like he to say he got like screwed over. Like, dude, that's that's the well, industry. Th- this is what I feel. This is why I feel about the Dave Chappelle thing, which mm-hmm. is that, like I said, everyone who had a series mm-hmm. back in the day, in the early two thousands, or even you know, and then it, Netflix picked it up. 
they weren't getting paid. None of those actors were all of a sudden like, oh, I have another million dollars. No. Some of them were lit- like Entourage. They weren't getting paid anything to have it come back. So yeah. I feel that like it's just a thing. So if Dave Chappelle wants to make it his point to make it fair for actors to have their shows on streaming, that's fine. Hey, you know what? Actors aren't going to get actors aren't getting paid for their streaming. That's fine. <laughs> but he made it all about him and how it's somehow racist and against him that it happened. No, it's every yeah. fucking person with a stream. I have this show that I did for Spectrum TV that is now on Netflix called Deadly Games or Manhunt, whatever. Oh, okay, I, I, I do, I do know. But whatever, it was like, it, but it was in the top ten for like several weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not getting a fucking dime from that. Not at all. No, no, no. I was on Spectrum TV for a fucking year, and then it's on fucking Netflix. Do you think I get? I don't pay anything. So Damn. my point is, like, Dave Chappelle, it's a certain lack of like, he's in his fucking bubble. Maybe a lack of awareness. Like, no one's telling him that. Yeah, it's almost like if you're a UFC fighter yeah. and you hate your and and UFC fighters get fucked for money. Oh, right? the most. No insurance. There's all sorts of problems. No union. They they don't even they not even, they can't they got screwed over by that Reebok deal too. Yeah, yeah. But, so if you're like a Conor McGregor, which is like the equivalent of Dave Chappelle in comedy, yeah. like. Petition to have all the all the fighters get paid better. Petition for a union. Petition for everybody, not just for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Dave Chappelle has the power to do that, but it had to be all about him. And now he was fucked over. And it's like, dude, didn't you fucking mature when you went to Africa? What is that about? <laughs> I'm going to be tracked for this. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be cut into quotes. And it's, but Bill Dawes wants Dave Chappelle to go back to Africa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, um, by the way, Dave literally one of the nicest people in the world and no I know guy. he's incredible but I just feel like that was just not well thought out like you, you gotta it look at what's happening it every other show it didn't like Schultz again I, I like I, I love Schultz and I like his I just think he has a he's he, a lot like you he has a very like very fair opinion on things thinks things through he's like he's like this this was not endearing no. at all it was like it just it seemed like a privileged like like it's yeah. it came from like a place if of he privilege. was a white person it would come off as oh awful. my god that would yeah yeah that's where you because because being screwed over by like presumably all presumably all uh jewish executives yeah to a black man yeah it comes off way better than like someone <laughs> taking your area but i love how he's like i was young and i was taking advantage of dude you were you were fucking 28 also you had representation or whatever it was you weren't 18 he, i think he was, no he was over 30 at that point he's over 30 whenever whatever it was but he signed a contract when he was like People signed. Jeremy Piven signed a contract for Entourage that was like no trailer, like SAG SAG uh, scale. Wow! And he couldn't negotiate till like three years. Then he was like, "Oh, wait a second. Mm, He was carrying. He was the he was the best character. He won three Emmys in a row. Him and yeah, him and um, him and Johnny were the like were the best characters on the show. Johnny drama. Johnny drama. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I feel like that's just the nature of, and Chipotle, he only did it for two seasons. So what is he expecting? I used to, yeah, and you bailed on the show. I know it's very it's it's it, as much as I, I love and respect him and he's like the goat yeah. of comedy. It's yeah. like really, Dave. Did no one sit him down and be like, Dave? That's really not how it works, man. Yeah, like yeah. you're not you're not. And think about all that people that were in the Chappelle show that could use the exposure. Dude, Donnell Rawlings, Donnell Donnell's one of the best comics ever, and he freaking dude like I dude he really needed those checks at that time. Yeah, I didn't like. Yeah, dude, I did. Donnell's um Don Donnell's funny because he I just I always every time I think about Donnell I was like I he was like how'd you get in he's like how'd you get into shit at comedy like he was like talking about, I was like uh I was like I was gonna be a lawyer and decide and then I discovered Molly and decided I don't want to be a lawyer anymore <laughs> and he was like that's the story you need to tell he's like, why don't you tell that shit up there <laughs> he's like, he yells at me that's pretty good yeah I was like I was like you know what I was like maybe I will 
I just don't yeah. want my mom to know that I do drugs. <laughs> or That's did drugs. very fascinating. Did drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I don't care. She's 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 assumed. She's assumed yeah. She's gotta be pretty at this point. She's gotta be like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember she found a, a coke vial in in my and she was I was she's like, what is it? And it was in a glass thing, and I was like, and I used to work out like so I was like, it's a supplement for the gym. And she's like, is it like steroids? And I was like, no. She's like, yeah. I don't. She's like, it was like one of those things where we both just accepted the lie. She's like, if I fucking find out that's something different, she's like, I will fucking murder you and I'll, oh and I'll put you on the street. How told, is she going to find out? She was, like, I, she was like, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it if I see anything like that ever again. <laughs> and she's like, I don't, I, my mom's very naive. She's like a Muslim when she's sober. She's, so she, she like just assumed like, she was like, I, cause if it was in a little baggie, that would have been different. But because it was in a little glass vial, she's like, maybe it is something you, maybe it is. It is what it is. I, she's like, if I fuck, she's like, if I find out it's what I thought it was, I, she's like, I'll fucking murder you and then throw you on the street. <laughs> like, in Arabic, it sounds more endearing. My mom wouldn't even know what a Coke vial looked like. Yeah, you're, oh, you, you, you're, you're, uh, I had, my lil. Uh, your, your mom my is so sweet. <laughs> your, your, yeah, your parents are sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. Um, That's my best joke coming out of quarantine is like, my dad's a Trump supporter, my brother's a cop, and my mom's name is Karen. <laughs> I remember hon- that. It's I, the honky hat trick. Oh my God, um, the triple crown. Yeah, the white, the white trash trifecta. So, yeah. My um, friends quote you all the time. By the way, <laughs> I, have, I have I have a friend that always quotes your uh, your West Virginia joke. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but you know, for me, this quarantine has been a lot about the fact that I have a brother's a cop, and a dad who's a Trump supporter, and a mm-hmm. brother who's a super liberal, and just kind of like trying to negotiate all the different mm-hmm. ideas, and coming out on the other end, sort of going, like, okay, there there is there is a there there is a middle ground, yeah. that should exist, yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think that comedy when we, when we come back in the next in six months, six, six years? <laughs> but yeah. No, I think we're going to come back in May. I, I think May's. I think, uh, so, I, I think summer. I think summer. summer yeah. Once I they roll out those vaccines. Yeah, the vaccines roll out, and already like people. I mean, now they just open a vaccine center on Santa Monica and Dodger Stadium's a vaccine thing. Yeah, so I think shit's going to pick up too. pretty soon, and I think that even idiots like Gavin Newsom are going to realize that like, okay, people got to fucking at the very least keep restaurants open. Isn't it? Isn't it terrible? Like, dude, I, I, isn't it terrible? Like, we, it sucks because I'm liberal and I'm a registered Democrat, but I, I had to be like, Cuomo and Gavin Newsom are fucking jackasses. Asses. They're asses. They literally are. It was like, it was a good game economy. It was like, the, the contact tracing has shown that only like 3% of people got in COVID from restaurants and it's mostly employees. Yeah. Uh, it's all from gatherings and people like me going to raves <laughs> and like parties in the hills and da 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 Like it's all from gatherings and- And definitely not outdoor restaurants. There's no stats no, like, to show outdoor I understand, restaurants. I understand making people like build things outside. Like you, again, you have a really lovely setup here. You, you, I think you, I seriously think I can make a lot of money just making this a very exclusive bar here. Let me know. Let's do it. We'll do it. Like, we, we, do got, it. we got, we got sport. Like, would Absolutely. you like, yeah, we have, to, you have hey, dude, let too. me know. Dude, like, yeah, but like, uh, like, dude, and you can do shows. You can do, you can easily do comedy shows. If you could sit, you can sit in a restaurant, you could sit in a comedy show and then it's like, like, I understand the numbers are high. I understand because I had it. <laughs> you like, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it from sitting in a restaurant. No. I didn't get it from from doing comedy. There is something that I think is at play here. It's funny because there are certain words that Republicans and right-wingers glom to, and I'm not that, but I also find myself like, <laughs> for example, virtue signaling, right? Mm-hmm. There is, I, like virtue signaling is something I grew up with my entire life. When I was a kid, 
we were, uh, I, was, I played soccer. We were supposed to travel to Europe and play in a traveling team. It was like the biggest, it was fourth grade. Holy shit, what oh, a wow. goddamn experience. It's going to be amazing. And some soccer mom was like, there was a terrorist attack in the London subway. I don't want to risk my child's life just for a tournament. And as, as, a, as another parent, you're not going to look at her. If you say no, you're like, oh, fuck my kid. Send him yeah. to Europe. You look like you don't care. So people are always trying to show how much. Th- I care so much mm-hmm. that we need to lock down for 15 years. <laughs> if it saves one life, it's worth yeah. it. They don't fucking get it. Yeah, there's a point where there's there is a point. Even Cuomo is like turned around where he's like, he's like, well, we got to. He's like, we got to. Op- he's like, we got to open up because he's like, we got to open up sooner. He said something. He said this weird quote where he was like. He says something about like we got to open up because if we don't, we're not gonna have anything to open. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Six months ago, everyone we were, knew that. Everyone knew that. Y- you open, you open with restrictions. Yes. And you keep people safe. Yeah. Whatever. You don't overwhelm the hospital system. But this is like, and very also it means this is extreme. If you, if you go outside, you are taking a calculated risk. Yeah, yeah. If you die, it's not good. But also like. Eh. I, I ride my bike without a helmet. That's a calculated risk. It's yeah. not smart. Well, you, well, you want to look cool. So. Yeah, I like well, yeah, my hair in the wind. Gonna, what are you going to be a bitch? So, you have great hair. Is, so. <laughs> but the point is, like, so you have thick. to make calculated risks in life with anything you do. I know that's like a very slippery slope to talk about, yeah. but but if all we want to do is just close, just keep everyone fucking safe, it becomes a real issue. I took I, I took a risk. I was joking the whole fucking time before I went to Miami that I was like, I'm coming back with COVID. <laughs> I, I'm coming back with the COVID. I was like, I'm And are you kind of glad you got it, though? A little bit after the fact, yeah. Not while I had it. That shit was brutal for yeah. me. I had Did a bad. You, go- you're like, I might have to go to the hospital. I no. I was like, there's no way I'm going to the hospital. But I was like, I can see. I was like, I'm getting close. I was like, if this fever doesn't go down, yeah, I I understand. But I was like, I shouldn't. I was like, there's no way I can feel good about myself taking a fucking ICU bed. Yeah. After I um after like because I went to Miami like I literally uh dude I I no I I just felt like shit but like I. I, like once it was, when it, when the fevers were up to like over 102, I was like, "This fucking sucks." Yeah, but after four days, is a problem. Yeah, dude. I yeah, dude. I uh, no, I had fevers for like a week. I, like, I, I would go up and I but would they would go, break sometimes. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, they would break all the time. I just take Tylenol and they go back down. And yeah, a couple hours later, come back. You take some more Tylenol. Um, dude, my uh, my my roommates prescribed Xanax, so I freaking took like a quarter of his just to sleep. Yeah. By the way, I did not. Nobody taught me about Xanax on a plane. 30 minute rides to, from here to my <laughs> going across country. <laughs> I was like, so I took like just like a quarter. And oh I'm yeah. Just like, Some people swear by Xanax on a plane. Xanax on a plane is, uh, you feel it doesn't like work for me. Uh, I've never, I've, I've never taken, <laughs> I've never, um, I never, I've never taken it in my life until I went on the flight to Miami. I just literally took a quarter and I woke up and I was in Miami. But the yeah, thing yeah. is like, I was texting my friend and she was like, I was texting. She was like, Hey, how's the hotel? The hotel's great. Things go. It's like, it's 80 degrees here. And, she, but like, I look back onto the text. It looked, it, like it was all, it was like like garbage. It was like there was like missing contractions and all. This. You're saying dick pics the whole time for the some whole, reason. Yeah, for know? some reason. Well, that's just how I say hello, <laughs> like Chris. No, okay, <laughs> no, but um, but it was so funny. My friend was like, I thought you were like wasted off the plane. I was like, no, it was that Xanax. I was a tranquilized bear. Yeah, yeah. dude. It, yeah, but anyway, um, I don't know how I got to this point. But yeah, you, yeah, I went to Miami and got COVID. But I knew I was going to like Miami is like the miami of, of covid yeah 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 dude it's 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 i was like i knew the risk because if you are really super sick you probably shouldn't go outside right now yes and it sucks you 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 should probably order everything 
By the way, masks work, so you can also... Yes. Masks very much work. Like, and dude, you also know if you're going to Miami during a pandemic, you know, like, okay, I get it. I'm taking a risk. I, I, I took a risk, but you're right. I am 100% so, like, because now I feel like you go out and you have this, like, shield around you. But like you said, some people still are like, oh, like, I had COVID. And they're like, well, people can, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, it's you, over. It's done. You, I'm safer than anyone else you fucking know, idiot. I, I, I am just as safe as someone who got the vaccine. I feel it. Now, do you think you're going to get the vaccine? I don't see a reason to. Especially with that new MIT study that says that you're you're Go good on. for years. That you're good for years. The MIT. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I, do I still wear my mask yeah. in my building? Yes. In my apartment, I wear my mask everywhere. Cause your roommate. Huh? No, no, no. I wear my. No, I'm saying like when I go around my building yeah. after post post COVID. Yeah. I wear my mask. I don't like. I don't like flaunt it. Even like I know I'm not. I don't. I don't need to wear a mask anymore. Yeah. And like sometimes I'm like I don't want to wear this shit. I feel like Bane from Batman. Like, but like, <laughs> like, like, dude, and I, I wear glasses half the time, so fucking my- Your glasses fog up. It's fog terrible. Up. It's, it's the worst, dude. I can't see <laughs> shit. Half the time, I feel like Bane. Like, like, it's literally the most uncomfortable thing ever to have a mask and glasses. And like, if you have that shield over too, you just, mm-hmm. I'm just sweating buckets. I was getting so many, I was getting like pimples and stuff because it was just like <laughs> fogging up. But like, dude, it- um. It's so bad, but I like. I know I don't need to. I know I don't need to wear a mask anymore. But I wear it because I don't want to get looked at. Yes, <laughs> of course. And here's the thing: like they they say things like, "Oh, you need to, you need to wear it again. Like you need to, you need you need to. You, you can get it twice." That's but, what everyone says. You can get it twice. You can. You know how rare that is, by the way. That's like the fucking twenty year old girl dying that got. It's it's it's. There's such outliers. It's like literally, yeah. the people. By the way, the people who get it twice. Oh, Almost all of them did not were were either asymptomatic the first time or almost had nothing. Like they just like lost their taste of sm- their, their taste or smell. Did you experience that by the way? The taste? I think I did for a day. I, I lost the smell, but not the taste. In women, yes, but I lost that years ago. But yeah, I, I feel like sometimes I wonder. I go, is it is it compromised? Like sometimes I, I go, I just smell shit. Like, can I still smell? Because I feel like I can't smell great. It's funny because for days I. You know, I was in my room locked up, so I, I didn't leave. I didn't go in. Like, I I stayed in my bedroom. I didn't go like if I went to the living room for water or anything. I just I put on my mask. That's it. I made it quick. Or and sometimes my roommate would just like leave me shit by my door. I I literally was in a box. And um, the funny thing though is that he, like um, I didn't. I was like I so I was like in my room by myself, and I did not put on deodorant for days uh-huh. and i was like i was like i can't believe i don't smell and i was like oh i lost my i lost my sense of smell <laughs> that's how i realized like i was like oh, shit, oh I, I smell, smell great anything. i was like i was like wow i can't believe it. i was like, i haven't put on deodorant in like three days i was like how's it not smell and i'm arab i got that fucking hummus yeah i got exactly. that hummus armpit you got that beard yeah the, it was freaking i'm 40 percent hair that's hilarious <laughs> um so what's going to happen what's happening with you next man you, you you're you're back in town are you gonna be leaving town anytime soon or are you coming back for good um I mean, like, you know, I, there, there's some outdoor shows. I mean, you know, I've done them and it's like here, it's like funny cause you go from going up five days a week to like once every once in a while. Yeah. And these like, and these big guys like Bill Burr are doing shows out of a bed of a truck. So you can't even like get spots on the bed of a truck show. <laughs> oh man, I would die to get a bed of a truck show. Dude, the bed of a truck show is the best show in town right now. <laughs> Freaking magic cat. I don't, have you performed for cars? I have not performed for cars. I have not I, done I had that a couple either. lined up that got canceled. Dude, I had, I had like they, I had like somebody was doing one at the Grove. They were gonna do it at the Grove, and then the Grove like nixed it. Yeah, Hollywood Roosevelt, same thing. 
Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Roosevelt. Uh, yeah, uh, Kate, Katie was going to get me on. Katie, who featured for you recently. As well, yeah, she's the best. Katie, yeah, she's, she was going to get me on that show, and then she's like, and then she ghosted me, but then she got canceled. <laughs> no, she, I, I love her. Dude, she is a good studio. She was like talking about maybe doing shows at her thing. You know, she's oh, like, yeah. Friend. Yeah. Uh, she should. Uh, yeah, a lot, there, there, there's a lot of potential to do a lot of shows here. And if you're just, you got to have the get up and go, and you got to yeah, fucking. Man. I was going to do one at the um, Victoria in, uh, you know, in Santa Monica, that bar, out, that like outside bar. My friend's like one of the owners. He's like, why don't you do it here? I was like, is that legal? He's like, let's find it. He's like, well, let's see if they stop us. I was like, I was like, well, I got the comics. I was like, I don't know who wants to go to Santa Monica, but I was like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I think right now people just, if you get them outside. They'll, yeah, they'll, people drive an hour and a half away for 20 dude, bucks. I don't give a shit. Dude, Matt Reif told me he drove to San Diego because their theaters were open. He's like, I just wanted to sit inside a fucking theater again. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, we've been, uh, like I told you before, uh, um, I co-wrote a show. Uh, nice. Like a little web series, gotta we gotta get you on as an actor. But I, we're paying we were paying to freaking sax. We did how sax. Did you, how did you get it produced? Did you independently uh, finance uh, or? So like I, I was brought on as a writer. You know Brennan, the that was the bartender here before he quit. Uh-huh. The, the bartender at Laugh Factory, Brennan McNichol, the big tall. Yeah, yeah, of course. So Brennan, um, he had an idea for a show, and he was like, "Dude, I always liked your comedy." He's like, "Would you?" He like took me to dinner. He um. He molested me and it was great. Nice. No, yeah, yeah. The old, you know, old school, <laughs> but classy, classy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. not like, you know, not you know, tease a little bit. <laughs> no, he, um, he was like, he was like, Hey, I always liked your comedy. I have an idea for a show. Would you like to co-write, co-write it? And he, he paid me for to write it. And it was like, it was great. And he directed himself. It was, it was, uh, really, um, it was really, really, uh, dope. Mike David, the, the the Kramer of the Laugh Factory, the uh, Kramer of the Laugh Factory for sure. Uh, Mike David Allen Greer. Oh yeah. yes, there you go. That too. You look good, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll have because because all all the all the people in the yard that come by, there should be a sitcom called The Yard because we have Big Dan the Enforcer upstairs. I the saw, Australian. I, I saw him. Mike David coming and making a little comment, leaving me and Mars the. Uh, right. The goth son of a millionaire, That's daughter of a millionaire. Anyway, uh, but um, yeah, no, we wrote we wrote the show, and then like he he, he got it privately, like f- like he got VCs to like he got some money from VCs, and we filmed it, and we literally we were aggressive. I think we did like fucking 120 pages in a week, less than a week, like less than a week. He was he was just, and it came out it came out good. They're gonna have to do some reshoots. It's because it's mockumentary style is really easy to. Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's why it was easier. So the the the, the composition isn't as important with the shot yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, but it he shot it on six K cameras. It looks great. It looks like Modern Family. Six K, six K cameras. Wow. Like, dude, I don't know, uh, Brendan. I did not know he was a director. Like, he was a director. Yeah, him and his his wife. They're 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 like up to big shit all the time. All the, so all the that's the weird thing about L A. Is like someone's like they're the bartender, or the waitress. You think like like okay, me. <laughs> no, they're doing bigger shit than I, they're more motivated than me. It's so funny. I can't tell you how many times I like when, when I was at Four Seasons that I like waited on someone and they were like, hey. You had a great set last night. <laughs> I'm like, great. all right, what do you want to drink? I was like, I was like, like, I, 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 all the I time. I would never lose that gig, dude. Do it even when it, get a fucking series and work at the Four Seasons. Yeah, it was yeah. like Andy Kaufman. You know, he was a busboy when he was fucking on. You know, a taxi. You know, you know Sebastian Mascalco had my exact same job. I know that's right. That's it, great. It's so funny. They t- they they always. I hear that from every company. Like, oh, you you worked at the Four Seasons. Like that's the same job that Sebastian had. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I don't I don't, I don't know if we're on the same. Uh, fucking trajectory, <laughs> but like they're like they're like they like people tell like the old people, the older like like you you know how many like old like like Hispanic women have worked with him. They're like Sebastian used to leaving and do the comedy, and I cover his break and he come back. Oh, here. That's like so great. they tell me stories that he would like literally go there with his name tag on, 
and then run and then they were like he would take like what was supposed to be a half an hour break he would take like an hour but they would cover him because they believed it. he would do his spot at oh, like beautiful he would do his spots at improv and whatever he at factory and everything and then he would just like come back but he's uh he's uh really it's funny because now like uh he he'll still do his meetings there well not pre-covid he was still doing his meetings there yeah of course he, he was like he was like he was like i wanted to be even back yeah dude it's funny because like i remember one time uh waiting on tables like uh tiffany haddish was like um was like you know she was taking she was having she was like there for brunch with like and she was like talking to like a some guy who had a podcast and she was like who's always seen me who always saw me for years and he was like and he had no idea that like I did stand up and then Tiffany was just like this is Faisal she's like he's our comedy brother she's like and he was and and I remember that guy like treated me like goes oh you know Tiffany oh yeah completely different yeah, yeah it was like it was as opposed to like give me my coffee slip <laughs> yeah well it's really interesting how how that manifests itself in LA because people it's like that movie Swingers you walk into a party if they don't recognize huh, and they turn their head around yeah. but like anyone can be any people that I I don't want to say dismiss but people I didn't realize that they blew the fuck up yeah. and who knew and there are a lot of people who have a lot of stuff going on and that's part yeah. of the reason I did the podcast because there's so many people I mean you're you're a perfect example like you you have a lot of energy mm-hmm. and you have a lot of talent and you're a, a good look and and right now people are looking for your story you know what I mean you you have stories that like aren't they don't want to hear the story about the white man you know well, that's tough so, to be white right now <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the, the, you you can get into rooms and you can pitch yeah 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 I was like I so my thing is like they st- again now they got Rami, and then they they're gonna go to like the, you know they they're gonna get to these good guys like Amir K and Fahim, and then they're gonna go to the bottom of the barrel, and that's <laughs> where that's my time to shine. But you never know. You can, was, I mean Rami got it pretty quick, so it can happen with anybody, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rami, um, yeah, yeah. See the thing about these guys though is they're like, all for the most part they're pretty. They're all sober ish. <laughs> oh well, there you go. That's a different yeah, podcast. See, yeah, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but now I um, yeah, no, like I remember like. It took me forever to come back to stand. It was there was a there was a big self esteem issue. Sure, there was a big thing. I was like, I'm not cat. Like I used to like I was I was like in play production in high school. So I was an athlete too, but I was in play production, and I um, I was like always like a good actor. And then I in college I was like taking acting classes, and I remember this. I remember this. My the acting teacher would always say like you should be out auditioning, and there was like. There was like the little bit of like imposter syndrome, you know, that you get. Mm, of course. And I, and I get it. Like, I even get it now. I'm like, oh, I'm only on the show because I can bring people. I'm only like this. I'm only here. I'm only here because of this. And then whenever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, yeah, I, I had to like get over that. But like, before, I was like, the thing the, the thing that really fucked me up, she always said this to the pretty white people. She would always say, you're so castable. She would give me all the compliments. Around. The one thing she never said to me is that I was castable. Well, maybe she will now. Well, I, I think she's dead. No, I'm sure. But no, this was like <laughs> literally like. I don't know, like two thousand five or six, where like they weren't, they, 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 Hollywood wasn't up, uh, like trying to, Hollywood wasn't up its own ass yet yes. with wokeness. So it wasn't like, dude, like all these casting things, like it's so funny how many. Here's a funny thing: they they don't even want an Arab who's like they don't want an Arab who is American faking an Arab accent anymore. Interesting. Like the, I, I I've I've like you have to be the, from. Arabia. They don't want like or like any kind of Arab country, but they like. I remember I've been reading like so people will send me call sheets and they're like, oh, native tongue, actually speaking, do not fake. You, you, you speak it though, right? I speak it. So I mean, fake it's, a it. bro- it's a little broken, but no, it's not. It's not good enough to be like. Don't you think if you got the part, you could fucking cram it for a month? Dude, I can. I can do an Arab accent. I'll just all I gotta do is just sound like my. 
Dude, well, I'll not just, well. Yeah, I mean, well, I would one of my uncles. Fake it. I was going there like, hello, I'm from. Uh, I'm from you, you can you can be Lebanese. <laughs> That's the thing about Arabs, is like there, we're there's 21 countries and we go from like we're like we're just like Cubans. We can be, we like dude. I have like blonde family in my oh, in my funny. family, and then I have like family that looks like black. Yeah, we, we're like you could get Yasiel Puig or you could get like yeah 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 you can get like the blonde because like the thing is like you know Lebanese are mixed with French, Saudis are mixed with uh, Sudanese, which are also Arab. Yeah, and it's like you know there's just like. It, Oh, do you know? This is funny. This is gonna diver. You know, I got attacked by like some weird page, uh, some Persian page. Huh? Why? I, I, for a meme, I, you know, I make like memes out of joke. Like, just like trying yeah. to, like, you know, I was just trying to entertain people during COVID, so I would just make memes. And I made one, like, there was like this this one where like a group of Saudis are laughing at an iPad, and I the meme said something like, I forgot what I said, but it was something about like uh, watching white people getting labeled terror. Like me and my other Habibis <laughs> watching white people getting carried off plane being labeled terrorists. So it was just like a group of Arabs laughing at an Good meme. Good, it was a great meme. It was, it was doing well. <laughs> but um, but this Iranian page, this is the thing. I thought I was going to get attacked by a white person. Yeah. No, it was, an, it was a Persian page. <laughs> and it was Jamie, actually. <laughs> He's, no, Jamie doesn't even know how to text, so I don't know if he could start on Instagram. But, but it's so funny because the page was like, like not another desert lizard. No, oh, that's first of all objectively funny. Desolate is pretty pretty funny way to be racist. Um, is that a like, term for Americanized Arabians? No, he's he's a unique. No, this this guy. I, I think he has a type five. <laughs> no, he um he said not another desert lizard attacking or oh, being racist towards white people. And he was like, <laughs> and then he said he said he was like he's like just remember there are white people in Iran and Turkey too. I was like first of all, white people don't consider you white <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i was like look, look i was like look look i was like look reza you're 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 getting randomly searched to the airport with me <laughs> when but, the big uh, war happens you're gonna have to pick a side man yeah I, I, it, and then i looked at his page and it was so he had like like it looked like like world uh world war ii propaganda like oh, but about boy. arabs he had like he had like us drawn like crudely but had like a per- like it's like know the difference oh first of all the, the this thing said know the difference it might save your life between persians and arabs but he only attacked saudi arabs and she was like he's like we eat kebab and fruit they eat lizards i was like well first of all am i a lizard am i a cannibal like and then the, my favorite though it said so many like weird things that like, only rich because of oil i was like so are you guys and yeah. i was like uh, and, then, and, then, and then my favorite one though it said considered noble by hitler oh my god he really like his whole this whole page was just trying to get iranians uh, um like accepted as white and i'm like wow, that's I'm like, by the, i was like you guys first of all you're not white you're, you're on the wrong side of history right now you're on the wrong side why would you want it by the way ask a white guy it is not <laughs> fun to be white anymore you guys had a good like six thousand years it's not yeah, every time i'm like another white nationalist audition sure yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another it's, douche, I'll do it. I was like, dude, like, look, look, I, I, like, dude, this guy, like, dude, go cry in your white BMW and chill. Like, but, like, <laughs> he, uh, it was so funny. Yeah, they considered noble by Hitler. But I'm like, I was like, dude, you're, you're, lit- first of all, have you ever heard of the Islamic Empire? You have Arab in you. Yeah. We came over there. That was like, your alphabet is Arabic. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't just give it to you. <laughs> like, you, you, there's a reason why you're brown. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because, it's because fucking back then you raped the city you go to. It was like a fucking tour, which is which yeah. it's like oh like it's like Crystalia tour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 I have not seen anything, and I uh, the, the 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 opinions are pressed. disclaimer, 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 disclaimer. disclaimer. Yeah. Legal, legal, legal. The, the opinions expressed by Faisal Lawrence. The jokes waiting there, so you gotta take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, man, Faisal, yeah. I'm I'm so glad that you came. It's so good to see you, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I look forward to the what's the show called that you have coming out? Uh, it's Bird Patrol, dude. We gotta I, if you're if you'll work for scale, we'll get you. We did it like SAG too. So oh, awesome, man. We did it. We did SAG. We nobody made it shit, but there were so many out of work actors right now. 
Hey, and I'm I'm actually an actor. That's that is no, my you're, trade. You're man. great. It's funny. I was what I think I was like in a hotel room, and like Sex of the City came out. You were on. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> that was just my like first TV gig. It's so funny. Really? That's yeah. the, that's like my favorite credit to give to you because <laughs> that's that gets all the girls' attention where you go and say, like, "Ooh." I, I used to. I hope they serve beer in hell and sex. So I get all the douches with I hope they serve beer in hell and all the women. Sex in the City. Were you a douche on uh, Sex in the City? No, remember. but like the women, like no women like, but but I hope they serve Baron Hell is like a douche friendly. Oh yeah, yeah. oh film. okay. I was like, I was like, your, I was like, your character from what I remember was kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I look so young, you, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, dude. You're like, you were, prob- you were so skinny back then. Fuck you. No, you're buff now. Like you were probably the uh, your, your 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 bicep was probably your whole weight back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like this. You, you haven't aged. You haven't aged at all. You're oh still, god. Yeah, oh god. Now nah, you're still tell it to my lower back. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. So thanks, thanks for, for coming, me, man. Dude. You're thanks the best, me. and uh, hopefully we will be working a lot t- together soon in the future, I man. Hope Look so, forward man. to it. I almost came to Vegas. <laughs> oh shit! Next time, let me know. <laughs> <laughs>